Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the White Chocolate Podcast. I'm JP, along with my lovely wife. Kaisha. Hey, Kai. How you doing tonight? Not as spicy as I once was. Oh, yeah. Not as spicy. Okay. <laughs> On the other episode. I'll take that. Yeah. We're definitely thrilled to be here with you guys tonight. It is episode five, and uh, we are just so thrilled that you join us. I know we say that a lot, but it is an opportunity that we don't want to take lightly. We are a podcast focused on being just, we are an interracial married couple. We just want to talk about faith, relationships, and life, things that matter. And we just want to encourage, uplift, and empower life to the fullest. And so we are diving in tonight. We are talking about a subject, a season that we went through dating. We had a breakup. Yeah. And, uh, that was definitely hard. And if you've ever been through a breakup, you maybe could relate. For sure. Or sit in that and feel the things that maybe we felt like and what we dealt <laughs> with as a couple. And so we just hope that uh, you could feel encouraged of maybe in your story and what, how things happen and how it's a growing thing. It definitely can be hard, but it can be growing. And so, yeah, for tonight, yeah, we're just breaking down our breakup that we had. And so, as you have heard in previous podcasts, we kind of built up how our dating life was, how things were going, meeting each other's parents. And even in dating, it was a growing time. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. But we were not align with each other's hearts, I would say. Yeah. And in that, I came from my background of dating and had some long-distance relationships, had long-term relationships in the past. Had, I would say, pretty serious in a way. Mm-hmm. But it ended poorly it just didn't work out and in my heart i was hurt mm-hmm. and i was very hesitant very held back not ready to go about things and even having a point in my life where i was like i'm getting older and i'm like what am i doing wrong mm. and kai what was your kind of your shoes <clears throat> yeah so I was that girl that was um, waiting to meet my husband. Um, I didn't date throughout high school, but I kind of knew, had some different thoughts and influences of men that are around me that I Mm. thought, you know, just love their wives really well. Right. Um, And that had some some influence in me that way and just being patient and so kind and just slow to anger and those types of things that just really had an impression on me. So when I met you— and I saw those qualities. I was ecstatic because it was like checking the box. I'm like, okay, first off, he loves Jesus. Yeah. Boom. Got it. Boom. Like that's, if I can lock that, you know, the little other things don't matter as mm-hmm. much. And so to me, I was like, wow, he has personality. I love his stature, his looks, this, that. Like we're checking boxes, yeah. right? Thanks, babe. That's nice. Of and you. so for me, it's like, I remember literally probably... A month or two into dating, I had a conversation with my best friend at the time, 
still is my best friend, but I was like, I think he's the one. Like, mm. he checks all the boxes, right? And so if someone checks the boxes, you're going 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Um, putting your heart out there. Yeah, absolutely. And just, but I think very excited. Mm-hmm. And so those were our shoes and we missed each other. Mm. I think we sincerely just missed each other and um, maybe had you walked through a little more healing, had you maybe been more ready, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you, we maybe we could have met each other. So you would say that you were going at a thousand miles per hour. For sure. And me, I was like a turtle. A hundred percent. Yeah. I w- definitely was just, I was enjoying. You're the definition of guard your heart. I was guarding my heart. Guardrails everywhere. The fullest thing. And again, like in terms of a relationship, you have to let some of that down in order to be vulnerable and real. Because, yeah, if you want to have that intimacy, that closeness with somebody, you had to let that down. And for me, like I just put it up all the time. I remember one time you told me I'm just not funny. <gasps> I did. I'm so sorry. That's not true. And you were just like, not. And I was like, what? And maybe I just wanted to have fun and you just didn't quite, I don't know. You were just a very guarded person. <laughs> I was I was just, man, and for me, I, I just... Would pause, which is funny if anyone mm-hmm. actually knows you, right. knows that that's not true whatsoever. Yeah, I, I was like, man, I guess I'm not funny. I know, it's so bad. Part. I was like, your dad's really funny. Yeah, Why can't I, I you be like funny? a loser or something like <laughs> no. that. I was like, what in the world is wrong with me? And so we're going through this and this is probably what a year and a half into the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've been together for some time. And for me, I just didn't know. I knew like, I liked you, Mm -hmm. but like, I didn't know if I wanted to say like, I love this girl. I want to move forward with this girl. Yeah. Until. The breakup, really, I think, really identify it, really made things okay. Like, this is like, yeah, we'll get to that point. Let's talk about the breakup. So, I remember you had a track meet on mm-hmm. Saturday, and my, I even had my parents come. That was the first time they came to one of my track meets. Yeah. And I thought I was excited about it. Like, I love seeing you compete. Like, it was like the hottest thing. Mm. just crushing it and like just throwing this shot put and discus and it was an indoor meet and i remember like my parents came up your parents were there they were meeting for the first oh, time yes yes this is why it was a terrible storm for me yeah and you know in my head i'm like oh this is great this is we're moving along this is this is a, a good moment for us and and i'm like i didn't think much about it so I think you had a good meet. It doesn't even matter. I don't know. I don't. I don't know because it was all like one respect of you is like how you you know these these meets is all individual based. So it's like how you handle each meet and how you grew and besides board, yeah. And I remember you coming up to me. I was like, hey, you want to hang out? Or I don't know if you called me or something like that, but I was like, hey, you want to hang out or whatever? I was like. Oh, I need to talk to you. I think you said something. Yeah, I did. 
And I was like, okay, uh, you want me to come over to your house? You want me to come over to mine or your apartment or whatever? And you said. No. So leading up to that. Yeah. I just felt like you weren't in it with me. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of were going through the motions. You're just that Facebook boyfriend. Um, oh, we look fake. cute together. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I just didn't feel like maybe this was for real for you. Mm. Were you seriously about me? Right. Or is it just different and it's attractive that way? But um, so for me, it was like, well, why am I wasting my heart and my time if you're not serious about me? And so that was really hard for me to kind of come up with the time and place I was going to maybe have that conversation and just be honest and Mm. so it was rough because you're like yeah my parents are coming tonight to the meet and I'm like no your parents are not coming to the meet tonight (laughs) oh no and they're gonna be my parents and I'm gonna break up with you afterwards and you know so all these thoughts are flooding my Mm. mind and um but I had to be honest I had to to tell you that I don't think you're giving this 100%. Mm. I want 100. Point blank simple. Yeah. And if you're not going to give me 100, then I'm out. I'm not going to waste my time. So that's kind of my thought leading up to this moment. Mm. And for me, I I just was becoming, and it shifted for me, I was just becoming more excited about who you are and what you're about and for me, it was too late. It was too late. I was like, I'm giving you a year and a half to figure this out, fam. Yeah. And I was like, crap. And so I remember you said, uh, let's meet at Big B Coffee. Mm. And that store is no longer there. It's a different coffee shop. Praise, <laughs> praise God. I just never liked that coffee shop. And I remember, yeah, we met and we talked and it was definitely hard. Yeah. You know, it was, as the cliche is like, it's. It's not me, it's you. It's not me, it's, you know. No, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, (laughs) you know, so it was definitely me. Um, (laughs) Not Kai at all. I mean, I had my, I had my hangups as well, you know, at that time. And I was also growing. I'd never been in a relationship before, you know. I'd never done a breakup before. And so. I think I Googled, like, what to do. Like You it, Googled it? That's why I did a, yeah. That's why I didn't want to do it at a place that was comfortable. I mean, I that is. a place that was, like, a mutual. That is a smart, that is a smart play. Thanks. I just Googled that. I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, a mutual if ground. you want to break up with someone, do it on neutral turf. Yeah. Like, it, so it doesn't give any leeway or anything. It just, you have a safe out. Right. Versus like at someone's home or whatever. Maybe. Like we both drove there separately. Yeah. And like yes. we left separately. <laughs> we left separately. Definitely left separately. Um, it was really, really sad. And I, I think I gave you all the viewpoints and mm-hmm. why I felt what I felt. Yeah. I think it was just from left field for you. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like, wait, what? And I remember walking outside by the dumpsters. <laughs> As you were down in the dump. Sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Thanks, son. That's... But I remember you saying just like, bye. Yeah. And like, this is it. Yeah. Did I cry? 
I don't think you did, but I, I definitely I like. I remember hugging you outside, and I lost it. Mm. And I think I just realized, like, I lost a good one because I just couldn't get my heart right and my mind right about just stuff in my in me, you know. And it wasn't mm. like it was just like a really daunting, heavy moment. And I remember just sitting in my car, feeling like empty and just um, empty and heavy at the same time, I would say. I was like, I was like, I I probably had a thought like, Lord, like, I don't want to be single. Like, I I want. Mm, So that thought came up again. Yeah, it came up again for sure. And I was, I just felt. I remember, I remember just trying to call some couple people and I don't know who I ended up, I called a couple people and it just like, they didn't pick up and that's like, it stinks and maybe kind of reflect like who is, who's it like, who can I call when I'm going through some stuff? Yeah. And it was just like a rough moment for me. And I think I called, I definitely called my sister. Yeah. She was the only one that answered. Yeah. And she was just there, and I was like, I just kind of shared, and I was like, yeah, it's my relationship is over with Kai, and ended, and she broke up with me. And it was just hard, so hard for me. And I know for me, I had broken up with girls in the past. Mm. Nobody, like, broke up with me. No, there's actually one girl that broke up with me one time. I was like, what? Well, you broke up with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all those things accumulated like, dang, like what like what am I doing wrong? And I just think I really valued you and started to like just fall in love with you and and bypass some of the things, some of the, the hesitancy, some of the fears that I had. And I was like, Man, I want this girl, but I just didn't give her what she needed at that time and it was just yeah it was too late and i walked away from that and just kind of had this feeling of like just a weird feeling and it's probably was different for you to have that feeling because this is quote your first time dating somebody from but for me i've had that kind of weird feeling when you first break up with someone there's like this almost like this you feel like there's this liberty in that, that you're kind of free, but then you're still not free, if that if that can make sense. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but for me, I was like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know how to, how to move forward or, it just got awkward. Yeah, I mean, for me, driving away, it was just kind of like, I just did that, you know, I just ended that. My parents just met for the first time, and they're in their minds. They're thinking, these kids are in love. You know, these kids yeah. are gonna do something or be something together. And I just broke up with them, and so <clears throat> it was um, a very eye-opening experience for yeah. me. And I just uh, just had to be honest, mm. and that's really hard for me to do or to get to that point. Um. But I had some friends around me that really were like, "You, you got, you got to do that. You, yeah, um, you got to be very honest." And 
that's the only way you're going to grow. Yeah. Whether that's a breakup or staying together to work it out, like whatever you choose, like mm. you got to be honest. And so that's what I did that night. And yeah, it was really hard. Yeah, definitely. As we talk about it, it brings back a lot of like memories and thoughts and what I did after that. And anytime you go through something hard like that, it kind of, it makes you think, okay, where do you lean into? Where did you go? Um, and I think in that time and in that season after, once we broke up and, and in our next episode, we'll talk about how I had some things in my life to, and some people to kind of push me to mm -hmm. pursue you and to get you back. And we'll break that down on the next episode. And so I'm like, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. But in, in that breakup, it kind of, I, I find like when you go through hard things, like it's like, what are you going to lean into? What are mm -hmm. you going to go after? And I definitely felt like I definitely need to just get, get back in the word, hanging out with Jesus, keep my faith strong. And I think I definitely had that foundation to have that, to allow that to happen. Even in that time of, it just, it sucked. Why are you just like grieving? Yeah. And yeah, so that's where I was at I think a lot after of the breakup. Where were you at? Like after the breakup? <clears throat> I think I was just exactly what you said. It's a little bit liberating. Mm. Um, I'm finally honest. Um, I knew I was going to still do ministry with you. Uh, in my mind, I'm like, how am I going to navigate the circles we're in, right? We go to church together. We do ministry together. Um, we have some, a lot of the same friends. Mm -hmm. It's like you're re-alterating like your norms. Um, yeah, yeah. And so for me, it was liberating. I felt good. Um I was just doing me, you know? Mm. So, I mean, at the time I was only 20 years old, 21 maybe. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of just sh shook it off a little bit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but as time went on, my heart started to grieve. Mm. And so I don't know if it hit me right at first because I felt like I just had to get it off my chest. Yeah, right. Um, but then thereafter, days went by and I was like, this is not cool. This is, yeah. This is not I do remember, what I imagined yeah, it to feel I, like. I do remember, like, you were, it, it, it hit heavy on you. Later, yeah. Yeah, like later. I don't know about driving away. Maybe I, I probably slept good that night. I don't know. But right. just to get it off of me of, like, I got to be honest. Um, this is where my heart's at. And so, yeah, that's me being real and honest with y'all yeah you know but it was it was good in the sense of like as a person i i did something i never done before right um it was good in the sense of i could then pinpoint and put language to how i was feeling mm -hmm. and i felt safe enough to do so and so yeah i think joe hit on some good things of like what do you lean into when mm -hmm. crap hits the fan yeah, it could be, you know, it's just endless with how, how people or even me, you know, like it could be just 
you know, it could be alcohol or different, just things that what, how us as people, how do we cope with hard stuff? Yeah. You know, and because in my mind, it's like, man, like it, it, it just, it was a curveball. Yeah. I was just like, what? Came from left field. <laughs> and I was shook. Like, I remember balling, and I'm just balling, and you're cr- you know, you're holding me, you're do- you're doing the you're doing the like the tough, tough stuff, you know, you're mm-hmm. like you know, you're not showing emotions, and and here I am, finally like emotional, yeah, and connected to you, yeah. You know, and I like I start, I just made that sh- shift, and it was just too late, mm. and. It just came to a place like, okay, where do I go from here? What do I do next? How do you feel like Jesus held you after that? Yeah. Um, I think Jesus, um, in that, I think he was there, but he was still wanting me to learn some things about me. Like he was He's always with you, you know. He's always been with me in that those tough things. But I think he just wanted to teach me just what it meant to like pursue you in a godly way, and to I mean I don't I don't want to give too much about how I pursued you and how I still need to keep pursuing you, yeah, even still today. Um, but I think, yeah, I think the beautiful thing about God. Is, He's Emmanuel. He's with us. He's for us, and so I, th- I think that's the one of the most beautiful truth that I love. I, I have a God that's with me mm. um, when no one else picks up the phone. Literally, literally, and and God can take you know that that pain, that struggle, you know, and and be right there for you. And so that's just like a refreshing thing that God was doing, I think, as I recall. And yeah. That, so, and I think f- probably for you is like, you were just. I think you did the same thing in, <laughs> in the same way. You're like, <laughs> okay, girl, we got some things we got to work on. Yeah. We got some, this, this, this was a crossroad mm-hmm. of, we need to reflect. We need to examine yeah. the heart. Right. I need you to give me some things. Mm. Um, I need to soften your heart to just some other things, and yeah. that's just hard to hear and to reflect mm. on um, through a breakup. But it, yeah. it does happen. Um, I think that those can be great tools for God to come in and do some yeah. heart work, which is really hard work. Heart work, hard work. Yes, heart work is definitely the hard work, but the necessary work. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to do that. No, they'll just jump to the next relationship. And yeah, um, yeah, and it could have been me. Could it? Or just jump to the? Are they jump are, to the? Jump to whatever. You, you fill know? in the blank. Yeah, you you fill in the blank. And thankful for me, I had I had some backbone and, and Christ just being like a cornerstone of me that. I can always, you know, bank on bank on the Lord, you know. So, yeah. have hope in Him. So, yeah, I think that's that'd be a good way to end tonight. I know it was kind of heavy, kind of talk about <laughs> some of this stuff, but 
don't worry, Kai and I, we still love each other. We're, we're still, we're still, he's uh, he's you know, we're learning, weird. learning how to love well, um, even during those things. And that was definitely a defining building of just foundation to build, make us strong, mm-hmm. um, just for the future to come. Um, and a lot of people maybe don't have that, you know, or have had that experience breaking up and then getting back together. Some things have to tear down so they can be rebuilt in the yeah, right manner. Absolutely. So yeah, thanks for tuning in tonight or morning or wherever you're listening. This is the White Chocolate Podcast and I'm Joel and this is Aisha. Have a good night, y'all. Yeah, we love you guys. Take care. <laughs>